hello and welcome back to black Oak couch reviews we are here for a new series star wars the book of boba fett i've been so excited for this series to come out if you were listening to my mandalorian it feels like years ago now right you know that boba fett was one of the the new characters that was introduced i was most excited for so when they finally did some spinoffs of the mandalorian i was excited that the book of boba fett was in there along with ahsoka or ashoka one or the other and since this is the first time we're getting into a new series let's take a look behind the scenes i just want to ask peers maybe grab a pencil take some notes i'm about to drop knowledge so the series is going to consist of seven episodes the second released i believe today which i will have out tomorrow it is of course based on star wars by george lucas it's created by john favreau uh, the cast is a little uh short here we have tim muera i'm gonna say that wrong morrison as boba fett ming na wen as fennec matt berry as the voice of 8d8 david pass casey as um a marjimo i don't know what that is i think that actually i do know what it is but i don't have an exact word let me just click on it <laughs> household staff there we go and then we have jennifer bills as Garza Flip. Show was uh, executive producers or John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, Kathleen Kennedy, and Colin Wilson. And it is produced by John Bartnicki. So, of course, it's premiering on Disney Plus. And I think that's pretty much all we need to know except for uh give a last shout out to the cinematography department because it's very strong in this episode dean cundy david klein paul hugan editor is jeff sybenik and then the composer because the theme music's really good as well ludwig garanison so let's give them a round of applause and get into this episode all righty then chapter one stranger in a strange land directed by robert rodriguez written by john favreau premiered december 29th of 2001 and i gave it a 9.7 out of 10 i really enjoyed this episode i really love the look of the uh the western style theme that they the space western is what they have created here and i am thoroughly digging it thoroughly so we start with some set porn <laughs> of Jabba the Hutt's palace. Boba Fett is recuperating in a Cairo pod. Did I say that right? I think so. Of some kind. We find out it's a healing pod. He recalls the death of his father. Quote unquote clone. <laughs> then we get a flashback of his escape from the belly of the beast as he uses his flamethrower to burn his way out before passing out on the sand jawas come and jack him for all he's got i'm rich bitch them motherfuckers stay with the come up 
They stayed close to. <laughs> to, to the come up. When them, when the, when his helmet fell and the uh, the coins came out, it was the first one there. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I love them so much. I feel like they're just the, the gangsters of of Star Wars. Always talking shit and jacking you. He is later found by the Tuscan or the Sand People who revive him, then take him prisoner. I honestly would have just let myself be dragged too. Like you want me to walk all these miles? Never mind. I'll just get all the, the type of sand burn on my back because apparently his skin, oh, I, that was well done makeup job because I felt his fucking shit was just peeling off. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah, I would need a, a healing pod too, because when he got out of the healing pod, his skin was all nice and glistening. <laughs> but in this flashback, his shit needs some serious aquifer. He gets to their camp and is beaten with some sticks upon arrival. Welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker. And then I realized, oh yeah, this is basically to say you're a prisoner now or you're our slave now. Get used to this life. We're gonna we're gonna you know, at first I felt he was being hazed, you know, to get into a sorority or gang stomped in to the, the Tuscans, <laughs> you know, blood in, blood out. But they were letting him know his place up front. Like, this is what's going to happen if you step out of line. And we're going to teach you that lesson immediately. He uh, then wakes at night. And, he, and there were two people who came out and watched him. That seemed to be the leaders. I like that we don't know what the Tuscan people are saying. They're, they're just not giving us subtitles. There's a beauty to that. To just figuring out how to understand the language as much as as Boba is learning what they're trying to say. Why did I laugh so damn hard? Well, one, he, he looked over and the Rodian, is that how you say um, Rodian? I believe so, that's right. He just looked at him like, don't look at me, motherfucker. <laughs> like he was giving him the vibe of, I want no beef. I want no trouble. Nothing. But I laughed so damn hard when he kept trying to fray his bonds, <laughs> his rope, while the dog kept watching, giving him the side eye the whole time. Like this motherfucker real stuff. He just kept stopping. And then he would look over at him. And then he would stop again. And then the dog would look at him. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was in stitches. I really was. It just was so funny. <laughs> like, you really just go do this, staring deep, like they both looking in his eyes. It's like a child in a way. Like, I, it reminds me of when my baby, uh, Grogu, was looking dead at the Mandalorian when he pushed that button. Like, <laughs> you're not going to stop me. Then he had the audacity to put him in a chokehold. Sleep now. He gave him a pat to let him know it's not personal. And even later, it's like, no hard feelings made. No, motherfucker, you choked me out. He offers to let the other prisoner go. Like, hey, Rodi, you want me to, to let you go? But instead, he gave the hootie hoo because he wanted none of that smoke. They give chase, the Tuscans, but after watching him fight off the dog, or do they call it the Massif? The Chief Second using the same weapon we've seen Boba use in The Mandalorian steps forth to prove his mettle 
and Boba gets his ass kicked. In the night, I hear him talk the cold story ever told. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. Fennec then wakes his boss, wakes her boss, from his healing session to let him know that his new subjects have come or vassals have come to pay tribute. He remarks that his dreams are back. I love the scene of him, uh, the drones getting him dressed just because I love everything about his outfit. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I know the Mandalorian looks good. Do not get do not get it twisted, but Boba's just ugh. I don't know, it's sexier to me. It's sexier than the best scar. By the way, they are the new crime bosses of Tatooine. They are in Mas Aspa or Mas Espa being introduced to the new Kingpin or the people of Mas Aspa. <laughs> Mas Espa. It's somewhere written right in my notes. Being introduced to the new Kingpin. He's residing, as I stated earlier, in Jabba's former palace. He meets someone he used to work for, which is awkward. And it seems as if he gave him a very passive aggressive threat as he was paying tribute. They had another person, but they didn't understand what he said. So they was like, we really need a translation drone. The mayor sent his heartfelt welcome, not even in person. And that was it. <laughs> no tribute, no tribute. Oh, by the way, the mayor expects you to pay tribute to them. But I was like, I'm confused. I thought I was the crime lord. <laughs> Clearly, the mayor got it twisted on how new business is going to be. He's like, yeah, I'm not taking you too seriously. And I'm going to show you that immediately. So I think this mayor is going to be a problem. Still, I think he sent the gang too. He's like, you're probably going to get another delegation that's gonna have a conversation with you so yeah still boba saved the man's life when fennec wants to kill him though the same insult would have ended his life under previous leadership but he's like he's he's a, a vast <laughs> he works for the mayor we can't just kill him two gamorians are brought in for torture because they were loyal to their last boss that's not Boba Fett's style. However, his drone tells him unless he shows strength, he'll never be accepted as Damia. Uh, I can't say words today. Damio. I think that's the right word. <laughs> Instead of killing them, he decides that their loyalty would be better served, you know, to him if he offers to spare their life. And they immediately like, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Fennec and Boba head out, even though Fennec thinks it's a bad idea, into the streets of most Espa. I knew it was Espa, not Aspa. And she reminds him that the Huts display their power by being paraded in a litter. But once again, he declines being treated as a noble brat. Despite it, um, despite it being an easier transition, if he accepted their ways, they visit Madame Garza played by Jennifer Beals, whose establishment is the sanctuary and it's very profitable. They offer to clean their helmets and hose down their guards. 
uh, first finish like no he's like didn't you say you know if i accept their ways things will be smoother <laughs> when the helmets are returned they are loaded with coins aka tribute she meets with them and tells them the place is now there so he's welcome anytime never mind the slight resentment in her her voice as they leave she reminds fennec reminds him that jabba never left his palace so she could be doing all of the the collection of tributes from his vassals but he explains he intends to rule with respect instead of fear intending to maintain the empire that jabba left behind they are then attacked by assassins the guards well first they're you know outnumbered is five to two but the guards are able to break the stalemate just because they were outpowered with their weapons and ass whipping occurs with my favorite being when boba killed that one assassin that was trying to get away with his missile (laughs) he just imploded I love seeing the slight psychotic look on Boba's face every time he smashes anyone's head in <laughs> with some type of stick object. Uh, the guards do get him back to his palace in his healing pod while Finnick gives chase. He's like, Finnick alive. I did love the parkour scene across the rooftops. Thought it looked wonderful. I love that he said alive and then she had two of them dead to rights and she's like well i only need one of you motherfuckers and casually kicks the other off the roof that was great the guards get boba fett back as i stated and he recalls how the tuscan child he previously didn't attack takes him and the rodian out into the desert where they watch a group beat townspeople down taking their water get out of here you meanie how do the tuscans mate I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I need more information on it. <laughs> I know why they, they're covered the way they are covered, but I don't know. I'm morbidly curious to see if we're going to see what they look like without all that shit on them. Bubba realizes they are digging for water bowls, I guess, with the Rodian more, much more successful and eager to satisfy their captors. Bubba is like, you ruined our escape when the kid and the dog are sleeping and i can strangle you with this chain for doing so i understand what your problem is and as the rodian is like you don't get it this probably is the best thing that could have ever happened to you <laughs> just in the sand chilling is some mammoth of a sand creature with four legs this was a this is this was impressive i like this this was scary terrifying and murders the poor rodian to the tuscans credit the kid when boba was in trouble and the rodian the mastiff or massive tried to attack first and then when boba was about to be hurt or his face about to be crushed the kid tried well he did help he stabbed him with this little stick but then he was knocked out boba saves him from certain death by using the chain to remove the creature's head that little boy was like oh my god you're my hero now (laughs) he was so happy he took the the head back to his tribe 
Boba no longer in chains because he puts up his chain like, yeah, see, I use these chains to save your life. He got the stick. The kid's like, he been talking to him the whole time. Like, I don't understand a fucking word you're saying, but you happy about it. He tells everyone in the group and it finally earns them the or him the respect, the acceptance and uh, the uh, the leader offers him a drink of water. And that's how we ended the episode. And I was like, oh, the minute it ended, I was like, oh, so i was really happy that the next episode's already out and i don't have to wait a whole week so really great start to the season i kind of expected to be like mandalorian season one i like season two over season one it's not that season one was bad or anything it's that i think that it's going to take some time to acclimate to this world but i think overall even though there wasn't a whole lot that happened this episode it's just a nice setup of where this character came from and more explanation of where he is right now i like that so if you want to send feedback for our next episode that'll be dropping on wednesday blackarcouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic